0: Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
1: The Talk Sport Fan Network is probably supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mick Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mick Delivery. And welcome again to Cottage Talk Full Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Giannis Cheneas. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's huge, massive 3-2 victory. And Giannis, they now have put another manager on notice. We'll see what happens with Jesse Marsh. Fulham are just getting it done when they need to get it done. This was a hell of a match. Fulham deserved all three points. Give me your opening thoughts on what we watched today.
0: Yeah, you're, you're bang on. It was, um, Ellen Road's a really tough place to play, in, and it's been a bit of a graveyard for us. And even though we went behind early, I always thought we, I thought we had the making of them because the leaders' performance was so poor on Thursday at Leicester that you felt that if we got a, a quick goal back, we'd silence their fans, and they'd start getting more agitated and nervous. The script played out beautifully. And by the end, um, although they got a late goal to make it 3-2, I thought we deserved The win, um, we create good chances, some fantastic performances. And, hey, we go seventh.
1: That is insane. (laughs) I'm glad that you mentioned that, Giannis. I was going to say that. Fulham are now seventh, Giannis. If you would have said that to me at this point of the season, I I wouldn't have believed it. But you know what? Credit to all the players, Marco Silva, Boa, the entire coaching staff, everyone at Fulham Mm. Football Club. They've earned it. And they've showed, actually, the whole league – Everyone around the world, Fulham deserve to be in the Premier League, and I'm going to say it once again: they will be comfortable mid-table. This match goes a long way to that, Giannis.
0: Yeah, we're sort of more or less half halfway to the forty-point mark, um, which, which is insane, I-
1: Giannis. I wanted yeah. to be here at 18 we They're at eighteen points right now, so they're only a few points away from, I would say, the magical forty. So to me, that is that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we're and we've got some, you know, we've got some difficult games coming up, but we've got winnable games. We've got Everton next week and at the Cottage, um, and I'm looking forward to that because I, I do think we've got the making of them. Then we've got City, a bit of a throwaway, but then we've got United at home, and United tend to play better against the best teams and not so well against the not-so-good teams. So, you know, we've got a chance to put some more points on the board before the World Cup.
1: Okay, excellent. I've got some interesting comments. So let's start with uh, my friend Chris Goodwin, who's a Liverpool supporter. I told you phone will win. Yes, Chris, you did say that. Thank you, Chris. And he welcomes both you and me. So thank you very much. We got just a little hello, gents, from Gary D. uh, Share his comments. Keep them coming, please, if you're watching live. Gary D says, what a great result. Fully deserved. Nervous start, but we came back again. And that's huge. It's the resiliency, Yanis. We'll talk about that during the show. Stefan has a little bit different view. Not sure about deserving three points. Leno kept us in the game. He absolutely did, Stefan. but we'll talk about this. I thought foam overall deserved the three points, but they got it anyways. It doesn't matter if it, we think it's deserved or not deserved. They got all three points. And thank you, Chris. Yes, please do subscribe to Cottage Talk on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. I appreciate that. And as always, we are now part of the talk Sport fan network. Boy, the comments are flooding in here. Dean traverses. I'm so happy. What a lovely week. I, I understand. <laughs> Dean, let's see what else you came up with. What to say, we can't get in top six. Well, I don't know about getting into the top. Let's not jump ahead, Giannis, right? Let's not jump ahead. But you know what? To keep winning. Anything is possible. Let's see what Dave Cronin had to say. Fulmar, different animal this season, even when we go behind. That's a great point, Giannis. Yes, We're absolutely. talking about the resiliency. You and I were talking about this off air. Let's start there because you can actually see a completely different side here, in my opinion because under Parker, under Savisa, we we go back to several managers, even under Silva last season, they were not as resilient as they are this season. They can come from behind. They've proven that now. And they don't let their heads drop. Their heads don't drop when they get down. In fact, I think they dig in even harder, my friend. And, um, you know, it's funny. I said this to you. I thought the first 20 minutes would be crucial. Yes, they go down a goal. But I had a feeling once they really got up to the intensity of the, of the match. And listen, all credit to Leeds United. They were flying, coming out of the gates. Let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought if they could match it and weather that storm, yes, they gave up a goal, they would be okay, and then they would have a chance to win this match. And it played out the way that I had hoped it would, Giannis. Absol-
0: absolutely. absolutely. Um, we, we, um, we've we had some – we'll go back to the West Ham game i um, really. That's a game we should have won, bar, you know, some shocking decisions. But I suppose the measure, the measure of a good team is how they rebound from that, and we've sh- we've shown that the Bournemouth, you know, going behind after 20 seconds or whatever, and then we, re- you know, coming back twice to get a draw. Right. And the Villa game where, well, it was a, it was a, it, three nothing wasn't a fair reflection. It should have been ten nothing. We just dominated. And you seeing where players are getting settled. You see Harry Wilson, obviously, is coming back from from injury. Uh, Williams, William has come in, um, and you can see a, a sense of shape. Bringing Diop, then taking Diop out, bringing Tosin back in. Um, We're going to talk about that because yeah. that was
1: an interesting call. We're going to talk about that when we talk about the starting eleven.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, overall, it was um, it was a masterclass from Coach Marco because he he played with the conditions of what had happened on Thursday night for Leeds. He knew that it was going to be nervy, and that, that as uh, as long as we could stay in the game, we stood a chance of getting something because the fans were always going to play a big part. Leeds are uh, they're amongst the most raucous in the, in the country. Right. So when things are going well, it's a tough place to play. But when they're not, and they're in the mood they were this afternoon, especially towards the end of the second half, then it turns a little ugly. Players' night... Obviously, Jesse Marsh would know it. And uh, so the recriminations will begin.
1: Okay, my friend. Let's start with some more comments. I'm going to keep sharing them because we have some great comments. The phone supporters obviously are very excited. So this is from Alan Percival. Great result. Cheered me up with my ladies team, Wandsworth. Borrow, lost. Wow. They got they got really hammered here to Hammersmith. I'm sorry to hear about that one. At least this cheered you up. So we've got some other comments here. Val Colossi, good result. I was worried second-half leads did look like they would nick one when they attack with pace, but we stood tall and didn't, didn't panic and believed in themselves, but a win. And that's the bottom line, Giannis. It's a win. We could talk about did they deserve it. Obviously, we can certainly discuss it. But in the end, they got all three points. And that's on Fulham. This isn't about what leads didn't <laughs> do. This is what Fulham did, Yanis, because there are two ways to look at this. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing this in, in the media. While Leeds didn't do this, Leeds felt the pressure, and they let this get away from them. The flip side is that Fulham actually took it to them, took advantage of their opportunities. In my opinion, I you can disagree with me if you want. I thought Fulham deserved all three points because um, if you do enough to get the three points, you deserve it. I don't think this was a smash and grab. I think they deserved all three points.
0: No, I absolutely agree. I mean, we did, we we created enough chances. Um, we, we, we had a fair amount of possession. We looked dangerous on the break. Um, the goals that they scored were a little bit daft, especially the first one was a little bit yep. unlucky, the nature of it. But uh, overall, we played with a lot of control. Um, I mean, Leeds, Leeds, Jesse Marsh made six changes, and I think that was indicative of the desperation of what he had to do. Right. He brought Bamford on, Bamford... You know, Bamford didn't – it doesn't look right. He's not ready yet. We know that. Um, and he made some changes. hoping you know, he brought Luke Ailing back in, which I thought was actually a good idea. Right. But um, it was just to freshen things up and see if it g- give them a different look. In the first 20 minutes, I thought they, we were in trouble because they, they came at us. They, it they did. Like, it felt a little bit like the um, – uh, it felt like the Leeds United of um, – of old and uh, and that was um, you, might, you know Bielsa. Um but then they'll look back and they'll say, okay, we, t- we scored a goal. Rodriguez' goal scored, and how have we let Mitro nip in from nowhere, absolutely nowhere, and score goals as soft as that? Right. And um, the uh, Parker will say this, fine margins, fine <laughs> margins in this league, and. And there's you. and there's your example. Fine margins.
1: Fine margins. I love that.
0: Okay. Yep. We're going to share a
1: couple more comments. we got so many. Thank you everyone for commenting. This is for my friend, Chris. If Jesse Marsh does get sacked, should Frank Lampard be worried? I'm going to follow that up with this from Colm Bugler. Lampard, we're coming for you.
0: <laughs>
1: so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. They actually played excellent Everton. So we'll see. And in, in their last match, they got a big victory. We'll see what happens. Let's it- see. And, and this is from our friend Gary D. Leno made crucial saves when level. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I completely agree. Uh, I thought Bern, Bern Leno was fantastic in this match. Listen, there are so many places where we can go on this. I just want to share this from Showtime53. Good morning, all. Gritty little win. Congrats to the squad. Two games, six points. Giannis, that's the way to look at it that's the way to look at my friend Wayne Mm -hmm. says Mm -hmm. Mitro will score 15 goals at the end of the season we Mm -hmm. shall see because people I actually I think I want to say I think I said 15 so Wayne if he does I'm going to be proven right so I I think that's a possibility Yanis and Yanis is I'm sorry I almost called called uh, uh, Mitro Yanis which would be interesting but Giannis Giannis Mitro is just such a threat out there, and he really gives Fulham something that many of these other clubs don't have. And we're we're fortunate to have him. And whether he scores or is just involved, it just allows everyone else to play. Mm -hmm. He is really just the fulcrum. Him and Paulina really are the center of Fulham's universe. And when they're going good, I think Fulham are going to win. And I thought both of them played. I thought Paulina played well. It's funny. I, I want to just mention this a little bit about Paulina, and I hope this doesn't get lost. I thought he made some really crucial tackles during this match, Giannis. I don't know if you noticed that.
0: Yeah, he did. Um, he's got. I was watching the game with my wife, and I said he's got. He's got very long legs, and even and even though he looks at times as though he's lost in the challenge, he manages to get the leg in. I mean, he covered every blade of grass today. Um, they all did. The midfield was was, was exemplary. They re- really were. I'm very That's happy it. for
1: Harrison Reed, by the way.
0: Oh, that third goal was um, well. The, the scuttlebutt is going round now because you know you've got um, um, who, who do you have as a central defensive midfielder now that can go to Qatar? And I and I still think
1: I've th- seen some of this. Yes, You're mentioning Harrison Reed. Harrison
0: Reed, and he's playing at the absolute. I mean, he he was quiet against Villa. Um, but he wasn't quiet today, he was all wow. over the map, and that third goal was. I mean, he could have he could have what scored. a wonderful
1: pass, Giannis. That was such a wonderful pass, yeah. And he could Brilliant. have scored,
0: yeah, and he could have scored today, um, with that shot cleared off the line. Um, but and the, but that, that that set up for William was just a thing of absolute beauty. So let's hope we if we see Gareth Southgate out of the cottage next Sunday, then uh, maybe just maybe, um, he might get a call because you know. Somebody said, I read somewhere that, um, who said that Harrison Reed is a bit of a throwback and reminded him of Nobby Styles. And those who remember the '66 World Cup and, and Nobby's um role for England, and I see that myself. He's gritty, he gives it everything, he can pass a ball, he's better in the air than his size suggests, right. and he's a smart player. And He's getting and he is technically improving. And, um, I mean, who, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I. I, I don't know with Gareth Southgate anyway. Um, I, I'm not sure what he's doing half the time, but um, maybe just maybe he might uh, have a change in heart and uh, decide to come out and watch him.
1: Okay, excellent. Giannis, let's talk about the starting 11 I'm going to start us off with a yeah. comment from our friend Gary Cooper. Unsure about Tosin defensively. First goal, I have no idea what he was doing. Great win, though. Harrison Reed was immense again. We just talked about that. So, Giannis, this was an interesting decision. For Marco Silva to go with Tosin, and I was talking to my friend Steve Reynolds, who I did the last show with, and I thought this might be a fitness issue with Dion, that maybe it, it was just too soon to have him go back to back in four days. That's where I thought he was, we were going on this with Tosin. I also thought you play Tosin because you don't want to lose Tosin mentally. So I, those are my theories of why he played Tosin. But I would have been fine if he played Diop, honestly. What are your thoughts about the starting eleven and Tosin? Because again, that first goal, I don't. I actually don't know what Tosin's doing. We'll, we'll talk about that. But just your thoughts when you saw the starting eleven.
0: Well, Diop, I'm not completely sold on Diop. Okay. Um, and I think I think he needs he needs a bit of time. But then I'm not. To, I mean, Tosin. There always seems to be a mistake or two or three in him a game. I mean, you've got Shane Duffy sitting on the bench. Uh, you know that Shane is the best player that we would have in the air. Bar Mitro, do you bring him in? He's not had a lot of time since coming over from Brighton on no. loan. Um, that was the one. That was the one change. I wasn't sure. The other one, which I, I was happy with, was bringing was bringing Harry Wilson in for, for Nathan Right. because you need to give him some game time. Might as well be at Allen Road. Um, the Bobby Dacodover Reed kept his spot a right back. Which was interesting because I thought first off he had a shocker. A sinister absolutely roasted him until the injury. And then then he seemed to lose a step. But then again, but then how many times have we said Bobby has this knack of scoring a goal out of nothing? And he did it again. He
1: absolutely did it again. But to your point, Giannis, this situation with Bobby decadova Reed at right back, I hope it ends fairly soon because I thought that he was shaky, would be a nice word to use. Cause yeah. like you said, I, every time it went down his side, I was nervous and, but mm-hmm. he scores a great goal. So I just think the problem with him is that he's just not a natural right back. And I think some of his instincts are always going to be to go forward, but I thought he was out of position at times, Giannis, but he's not a right back. He's just no. not a right back. You're mm-hmm. asking a player and I want to give him full credit because he worked his socks off and he scored a goal. So I'm not trying to slight him by saying this, but they need Tete back sooner than later. If not, give Mbabu another shot. I was speaking to Mike Greg. Mike doesn't want to see Mbabu anytime soon. I I understand that. But I think this is what you're going to get in a situation where you have an attacking player playing right back.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I actually agree with Mike. Um, I, I don't want Mbabu anywhere near the squad. Okay. I, I just, I just think, at the end of the day, Silva's got to look at the squad of players and say, okay, who can I trust? If he's not willing to put Mbappé in in the position that he plays to put a striker who's playing way out of position as a right back, that tells me he doesn't trust Mbappé with his, ca- ca- his cat, or his dog, or even Floyd Aite's mouse. Okay, he we. Trusts-
1: there's our days.
0: yes it's it's been a while but <laughs> but, but but reed Bob, Bobby bobby reed he does trust him yeah and that's fine and and in the transfer market i mean with you know, kenny tetty got a you know because you're looking to add strength in, in depth i thought he had a, a much better second half he scored the goal um he was remonstrating a little bit with Tosin at times it, it wasn't really clicking there um I mean, the first 20, 25 minutes was the worst I've seen him play this year. It, was, it just, it, in the, but they, again, he's playing out of position. Right. Um, but if, as I said, um, he's, Mbabu isn't there. Interesting. Did you notice at the end of the game, um, I was having a fantastic 90 minutes plus, and then I saw Nathaniel Chalaba walking I onto didn't. the pitch. I didn't. Yeah, actually... I thought, oh, no, no. What's he doing there? You don't need to be anywhere. No, 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 thank you. He's played his last minutes, let's hope. But, um, we'll so anyway, that was the lineup, and I thought the bench was was pretty decent. And, um, um, I was just a bit worried the 72 hour gap, less than 72 hours for, for me and how that was going to manifest itself. But overall, yeah. please, the lineup.
1: Okay. I'm just going to share a couple more comments. We have so many guys. Thank you so much for commenting. I'll keep sharing them during the show. This is from Mr. Durf 89. I like that amazing to get a result Ellen Rowe. tense throughout Harrison reefer Manor man of the match our ginger Well, we'll see what people think when we get to man of the match I there was one thing I was gonna shout
0: Russ. I was gonna go back there was a comment earlier and I'm gonna if we um from uh I, I just want to address this yeah it, uh, from GNJP. It was 11 14 okay. um, and uh, and it's he made some interesting points um and he said this well, one it's this one and so many doubters and moaners at the start. Fair enough. William Ream, BDR Cabano, Robinson all said not cut out for it. Ganesh, you were one of these. Glad you got it wrong. Silver's a real key, and I want to address that. And I, okay, think, go he's ahead. Abso- I think he's absolutely right. I mean, it's um, William. William for Arsenal was gruesome. If you ask any Arsenal supporter how bad it was, right. the fans would have paid the ticket to go to the airport. So whatever happened there, Ream, we talked about being too slow. I was one of them. BDR. Well, he didn't do bad last time we were in the Premier League because he was versatile, but was it going to work? Cabana, was he a little bit too light? Like Robinson is a superb athlete. But even today, defensively, this or that, this or that. But what, what he this fella said about um, Silver's the re- real key is, is yeah. absolutely correct because what he's managed to get out of these players is astonishing. At the end of the game, I noticed Jesse Marsh walked over to Tim Ream. Um, put his arms around him, you know, I'm, I'm reading a great game, da da And yet this fella can't make the U.S. squad, which I think is insanity.
1: You and I have talked about this, and I heard awful, an interview. Awful. And listen, you can talk about this. We could do a whole show on the U.S. men's national team. No one wants to hear a show on them. But I will say the decision not to bring Tim Rehm has to do with Burhalter being public that he's not his type of center back he has said it so he's not going to take him but sometimes you've got to bring players in form tim reams in form Yep. Yeah, yeah. and i've changed my mind on this at first i didn't want him to go to the world cup but he's proven me wrong along with anthony robinson i'm going to say both of these players i didn't want to be starters full in this season i wanted upgrades for both and they're both proven me wrong so kudos to them kudos to all the players, and I can say I was r- 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 wrong. I was wrong, and I'm yeah. happy to say it when I'm wrong. So yeah,
0: because Silva's been, Silva has been brilliant. Silva is Yeah, he's made, players. Yeah, he's made his players, players better. Yeah, you
1: know. And I'll go back to this, and I don't want to make this a, a Parker slaying show, but I will say this: Ask yourself, how many players improved under Scott Parker? And there are a few. How many players improved? Under uh, Marco Silva, there are so many. And yeah. that, to me, is such a good sign of a great coach. Along with the staff, you can't say it's just him. It's also Boa and, and the other members of the coaching staff. It's all of them. They all deserve credit. But that's the thing, Giannis. This uh, gentleman's post, if you look at it and you think about it, all of these players, you're coming, William coming off of that bad spell yeah. at uh, Arsenal, looks like. He has a new lease on like Pereira. Look at all the stories. You can add Pereira to this. So all of the players that we're talking about have all gotten better under Marco Silva and his coaching staff. And that is something that we can't take lightly. I do want to just share this one quick comment, and then I want to move on. I think you'll like this. I think Chalba is going for the mascot job.
0: I don't think he'd get it. (laughs) I, I don't think he'd get it. Actually, it's interesting you're talking about the you know the players coming, and this is why I, I'm yep. going to confess, I was a I, I was very pleased to see Diego Costa back with Wolves. I remember, playing, or, I remember I you wanted him to come to. I fold, wanted and I him to come. You that. He's your classic. I mean, he's 33. Classic reclamation project there. Yeah, Marco Silva in the house. That would have been. I, I still think he's got so much to offer the game. Right. Um, he's playing okay. Wolves had a bit of an aberration. They, well, they can't score goals, right? <laughs> so that's no. why they got cost to him. But um, players do become better with better players. Look at uh, the influence of, of, of Jürgen uh, and Pep and Graham Potter. And Graham Potter, you know, um, good coaches will make make a huge difference. They will. And Marco Silva has, is, has not been afraid to make the difficult decisions, um, but he has improved the technical ability and the style of, of, of the team. And uh, so many players are playing a, a great, a very, very high level that it's almost like, the, you know, the World Cup break, we don't want to come because of the, it's a momentum piece, right? It's going to be suddenly cut, but you know what? Nine Silver, he won't, uh, he won't care about that. He'll want to just carry on and make sure that when we come back from the World Cup already. Yep.
1: Okay. Uh, let's address this one too, because I want to bring someone else. Well, I mentioned someone else because uh, I deal with this with Emilio with Harrison Reed. So I'm just going to read this one. We could talk about Harrison Reed because, yes, the great thing about you, you will absolutely admit if you're wrong or if a player's playing well, you don't. You can change your mind. You can say, "Listen, I I give it up." So this is from Christian Buchman. Dennis yes. is always not given credit to Harrison Reed. He's the same player, just chipping in with goals now. Work rate, passing, positioning has always been there. He's just added an attack and threat now now Giannis I've Mm. said this well okay no I'll I'll give you a chance to talk about Harrison Reed I think that the decision that Silva made to change the way he plays was an interesting one but I think it is paying off maybe we we can agree to disagree on that but what's interesting about this and I'm going to bring my conversations with Emilio on it because this is not Emilio's favorite player Emilio will admit when Harrison Reed's playing well he just wants a different type of midfielder. He he just he's not that type of midfielder that Emilio gravitates to. I don't know. Is that how you feel about Harrison Reed? What what is uh, your situation with Harrison Reed? Refresh my mind.
0: I've 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 never criticised him as a, as a player. Okay, I've always loved. I, he's a he's a he's um he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, an absolute workhorse. You remember okay. when we got him on loan from Yeah, because I couldn't honestly. I couldn't remember it because yeah.
1: I. I know that Emilio has something maybe maybe he thinks it, that it's Emilio because Emilio definitely does. I don't remember you having an issue with No uh, because he's because he's
0: um he's um uh, he's I'm just trying to think of the Leeds United player from the 90s. He reminds me of oh it's going to come back to me. But he's got he's he's he's, he's pugnacious he's he's combative He's deceptively good in certain areas where you wouldn't yep. expect. For example, in the air, he can pass a ball and he can dribble. And now, of course, that goal he scored up at Forest, he took the shot today. Yeah. Um, very unlucky not to get to get a goal there, cleared off the line. He's he's, um, because what you're going to you always know what you're going to get from him. He will run his socks off, Absolutely. and that's what I said. It's the toughest. Anyone can say whatever they want. The toughest position on the field is a central midfield because if the defensively you're in trouble the defenders um you know are going where's the midfield if you're not creating chances up front the right. strikers are going where's the midfield so it's it you know Harrison Reed comes in and he I was actually surprised we got him from Southampton because I, I just he couldn't get any playing time there right but he's been he's been just lights out for us and and oh it's been fact great. that he's and he's scoring goals and 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 uh, Christian's absolutely right he's chipping in now yeah and uh, he's now got the confidence to do things, and I think it's. Um, I think it's absolutely. It's, it. I mean, that third goal was outrageous. I mean, that was what he did. I mean, just the sequence because it was really Mitro it took two players yep. with him, but just the dribbling shows you where he has come as a player. It's yeah. great to see. It's great to see. It is,
1: and it's added to the attack. So at the time, I was not sure what Marco was doing here, but now I can see he might've had one eye on the premier league and how he could utilize Harrison Reed. And now it's starting to show itself, which is great. And again, just to get back to Emilio, because if, one great thing about Emilio Donato, the full shadow is that he'll always mm. admit when he's wrong and he's come around on Harrison Reed. He's just not his type of player. So, He has been critical in the past. Listen, we're all critical of players. That's what we do on Cottage Talk. Yes. But the one thing that I've also noticed from all of us is that we'll always mention if we're wrong. Well, you know, that's the one good thing about all of us here is that if we, for player plays well, we won't say that he didn't because he's not our favorite player. We will. And Emilio's done that time and time again. So, again, enough talking about Harris. We, We can certainly talk about him when we get more into the show. So, Giannis. Let's now get into it. Let's start with the first half. And you've already said it, that Leeds United started strong. So let's not waste any time. Let's get to their goal. And uh, this is actually, I think, a poor goal to give up. A couple of things here. Anthony Robinson on this. And then, of course, Tosin a little bit later. So what are your thoughts
0: about the goal Foam gave up here? Yeah, it's a nice ball from Aronson to the yes, right. and. Uh, but what's happened here is that Robin, and this is again, uh, this is comes back to the defensive um, capabilities of Robinson. He's committed, and he's he, and Jack Harrison has slipped to the right, and he's taken that shot. And Reams done brilliantly to close it down, but it's looped. And I don't know what Tosin's thinking. He's lost sight of where Rodrigo is on the far on on the near post, and he's nodded in, nodded it in. And to me, that's a that's a, you know, you chances can be created like that. You can score goals like that. I get it but I think that Marco's going to look at the, and the coaches are going to look at that goal and go, that's just go, that's not good because Robinson firstly has to be able to, he could cut the pass up, but at least he has to be able to hold right. Jack to the edge of the box. And then when the ball comes in and it's looped, could, you know, could Leno come out? Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe, but Tosin's got to know where he is. And he didn't know where he was. It was a nice goal by Rodrigo. Yeah. Um, he's a quality player. And... um they go a goal up, but I know that you're looking at it and going, Oh, that's a, that's a little daft, it's a bit daft. Um, and toast, and this is the, the thing about Tosin's development you know, he does certain things he does very well, but sometimes his game, his in game awareness is a little bit off, and that that's a sleepy dose sleepy moment where you really have to know who's who's marking what, and if you're playing zone, where's where's your zone? Because if he knows his zone, he sees Rodrigo corner of the eye creeping from the back. So it was a, it was a good goal. Leeds played well first 20. I thought they they deserved to create the chances that they did. and um, But I, I just thought it was a bit of a dark goal.
1: Okay. So Fulham are now down a goal, Giannis. And um, listen, Fulham actually created a, a wonderful opportunity early in the first half with uh, Harrison Reed that opportunity. Yes. But what's great about it, and again, we've mm. talked about this just shows the resiliency. You could say, well, it's a corner... It came out of nothing, but good teams find ways to create opportunities. So here you are. And I, I don't think I can emphasize this enough. Giannis, how great we are now on set pieces. I, it is just wonderful to watch. And Pereira has been wonderful on these deliveries from corners or from any set pieces. Let's talk about the equalizer from Metro. I almost call them Giannis again from uh-huh. Mitro, and, you know we've seen this before, but this is a great golf, great header from Mitro, and a great delivery.
0: It's a fantastic delivery, but I think uh, Jesse Marsh will be pulling absolutely pulling his hair out about this because um, Mitro's got a, a habit of darting, and that's fine. But 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 Stroup lost him, and what he did, and it was this is this shows you what Mitro does. It's just this cheeky. He's darted out from the back, and he's ta- he's gone into the area. They're playing, they're marking zone. But Luke Ayling is marking in there, he's going, I've got this. And, and Ayling's not following him. It's a it's a terrible goal. If that's something we can see, we'd be going, Whoa, what is going on here? Yeah. It was and it was six within six minutes of them scoring because you've got the fans behind you, they're all happy, they're singing, da da da. And then all of a sudden, pop on the balloon. Pop in the balloon, because now you've silenced them. As soon, it's so nanosecond-like. But now you've got the fans are starting to get, oh no we're level with Fulham no go. Yep. it was a lovely goal and and Mitro is is we don't even know what his fitness levels are right now. No, he ran he ran you know he, he ran the whole game he was superb. But that was just poacher's goal and really really gruesome defending. And and, and, and incredibly that wasn't to be the first time Leeds would do that from a set piece. No,
1: it definitely would not be, Yanis. And let's now follow that up because I want to talk about something that I noticed in the last match. And I'm noticing again, what's great about Fulham when they are defending set pieces, corners or any set piece, they are quick to break. And this was a wonderful opportunity. This is a great save by Melier. Let's just call what it is. Yes. Andreas is one on one. Pereira with a goalkeeper. You're thinking you have to score here. But you also have to give credit to the goalkeeper here. But what I really want to focus on here is the setup. It's the pass that set this all up. And the fact that you got a player that wide open, that one-on-one. No, Of course, they didn't score. But the fact that they can do this, and they did it in the last match as well, is so encouraging. This is why it's a different Fulham side than two seasons ago and from 2018, Giannis. It's a completely different team.
0: Yeah, and and uh, I believe it was the William pass through. It was William, yes. Yeah, and, and and I got. I thought it was a magnificent save by Melia. I really do. I mean, he he had he had a good seven eight yards on the defenders, and I thought he, he spread himself big, and I thought that was brilliant goalkeeping. I'm a big fan of Melia. I know the first year that he came, you know, when he came from the Championship and he went in the Premier League, he was always seemed to have a mistake or two a, a game but he's actually probably been the one bright light of their back five this season. He's not made many mistakes. And um, that was an outrageous save. And at that point, I thought, oh, okay, um, maybe this is not going to be our day because we've got the Harrison shot. You've got that. that it's going to be one of those games where we're going to be stonewalled. Um, one thing that impressed me about that break was the speed of the break. Right. And it's it's a classic away team it's it's classic awaiting tactics where you commit bodies forward, um, but won't well be tied if, if if you make a mistake. And I thought Pereira ex- exploited that. Williams' pass was ex- sublime, and Melier did brilliantly um, to make that save. Um, but Marsh has to look at that and go, well, you know, why are we playing that? Why are we playing that high? Why are we playing that high when you've got someone like William? who has a, an ability to drift into the middle and play that, 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 pass. Yes. you know, it was, it, it's, it's almost like, um, mesh, Marsh is getting found out because of his, his, his technical and tactical tactical naivety. You've got to know the players that you're playing against and where their tendencies tend to be to his credit. Now, first half, sinister went off after Bobby Day could Reed, and obviously the, the plan was get to him. Absolutely, because, because you got Harry Wilson there; who's just come back from yep. injury. Let's go the, go on Their there. Their game right.
1: plan was to attack Wilson and BDR, Absolutely. and it worked well. And yes, it worked it did.
0: Well. very much so. And they, you know, that, and, and to give them credit for that. But uh, but in terms of a team, that's a that's a position that's position focus. But in terms of team focus, have they not watched any game tape? Because we, we do have we do have pace, and um, uh, I I just thought it was naive. I, I really thought it was naive, and and um, Leeds got away with it. Unfortunately, we didn't score. But um, right. Marsh. Um, the longer that you're in the, in the in the in the in the top leagues, the more your tactical nuances get found out. I think that's what makes uh, Gary, uh, Graham Potter. Tactically, technically, is a very good coach, but tactically, he's very smart. That's why he's probably he probably drank a bottle of vodka in five seconds at the goal they considered against United, because the way yeah. he sets Chelsea up right now, right. they're very difficult to break down, and they really United really shouldn't have been in with a shout for you know for um, Casemiro getting that header. So right. it's that 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 nuance, and that's where I think Marsh got found out. He was our coach today. And, oh, absolutely. Um, And that's what the Leeds brass are going to have a next few days. I think they've got Liverpool next. So I'm not
1: sure who they have next, but uh, he'll be upset. Oh, listen, he's under a lot of pressure. I was listening to a good amount of podcasts about Leeds United, and uh, it was all about Jesse Marchand. They were talking about the team, but it was really about how much longer do you give? What happens if Fulham beat them? Well, now they have their nightmare scenario. So now they have to deal with because uh, they were chanting basically against Jesse Marsh in the last match. And I'm sure they were doing it again today. So, but, Mm -hmm. and it's too bad because I'm a fan of Jesse Marsh's. Obviously I'm a foam supporter, but as a, an American, I want to see an American coach do well, but I think he's in a very difficult spot. I didn't think he should have taken the job in the first place. It's a very difficult place to coach, especially following Bielsa. I thought that was, a mistake about how do you turn down the Premier League. I understand why he took it, but I don't think it's going to end well for Jesse Marsh. I don't. I, I hope he doesn't get sacked, but something tells me he might. Anyways, I want to mm-hmm. share another comment with you, Giannis. I think you're going to like this. This is from Tea Time English. Every time we attacked, we had so many options from the left to right and mm-hmm. middle. Yeah. So refreshing to see from the last few years in the Prem, up the phone. Thank you very much for that comment. And that's something, Giannis, that I, I want to focus on. Because that is not something that I'm used to seeing. I'm not used to seeing so many players just with so much pace running into the box like that, especially on counters. It's just wonderful to see. And it's coming from all directions, Giannis. Again, remember how we used to talk about under Parker, Mitro being isolated? When have you seen Mitro isolated? When have you actually seen that?
0: No, he's not, and that's and and I think that's that's probably testament to the, the 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 makeup of the midfield seems to be a lot more fluid, and the fullbacks have a lot more of a role. And I think that's and that's key. How many times do we watch games? And let's use Man City yep. as a as good an example as any. Where you're playing Man City, and a commentator will say, "Well, X has been up front, and he's been he's been feeding off chicken scratchings." because he's not getting the ball and brighton yesterday did something very very unique they did man to man on and off the ball and pressed high and gave them some problems uh, brighton have slightly changed um with the new manager and I, I i actually thought they played well there and but my point be they don't have strikers really who do you who do you have you've got welbeck trossard's probably their best player but then you don't really think he's You know, I mean, he scores goals, but is he a striker? No, I don't think he is. Mitro has bodies around him. He can nod it, he can chest it, he can flick it, and there's always seems to be an option available. And that means now you're not just focusing on what Mitro does, you're focusing on the options. Plus, Mitro is doing a lot more dropping back 15, 20 and doing that. So now you're dragging the center back and you're opening spaces behind you, which I think is, 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 and it's not, you know, there's a friend of mine that said, oh, uh, last year, I was talking about Amitri and he said, Oh, he's just a, a flat track bully. No, he's not a flat yeah. track bully. Not he's at a all. quality, quality international striker who's going to the World Cup, who does things that you, you watch him off the ball, like the Douglas Luiz moment yep. where he's a catalyst. And now that Silva sort of has created the support network around him, he's he's never isolated. No, I'm he's never
1: isolated. Giannis. We saw this, you know, it's funny because I go back to one of your heroes. And uh, th- think about what Ivor said on the show. He would say, you know, he's just talking about Mitro. He's, uh, you know, he's getting scraps. You know, Gordon yes. would say he's just basically he's not getting any service and there's no one around him. And, uh, you know, Gordon Davis was the first one. And when we had Gordon on even recently, he basically was talking about the change. And uh, that's you know, strikers need service. Strikers need players around them to help them. And we have that now. He's not isolated, but he's doing a lot for them. It actually works both ways because he's coming deeper. He come, He's helping in defense. He's a true striker, true, I call all-around striker, Yanis.
0: Yeah, he does. Actually, I was pondering on this. Who does he remind me of right now at his best? And... There's going to be a lot of bias in what I say. This either either would be an absolute obvious, but yeah, I think back to Malcolm McDonald, okay. who was ironically our manager. Right. But um, Malcolm McDonald, when he played for Newcastle United and when he played for Arsenal, and just what he used to do—just his power and his pace and his first touch and the support mechanisms, whether it was at St James's Park or whether it was at the old Highbury—and he was just a Malcolm McDonald was a beast was who. Is still the only player to ever score five goals in a game for England. Wow! Um, and and he reminds me of that, you know. And he's very very tough to shirk off. He yep. makes things happen. He upsets defenders. Um, he's just a he's an all he's become an all round player. And um, you know, in the transfer window in January, I'm sure that uh, the club will look at even you know a potential upgrade to provide strength in depth around that midfield right Uh, I agree with that yeah this is brilliant which is brilliant so I'm excited about that
1: okay excellent stuff all right coming up next Giannis and I will talk about the second half and how foam won the match and then after that we will end with man of the match
0: there's never been a faster or easier way to start your
1: weight loss journey than with plush care Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, Giannis, let's get to it. Let's talk about the second half. And similar to the first half, I thought Leeds United came out strong. Just give me your overall thoughts on the beginning of the second half and what were your thoughts, and then we'll focus on what happened with uh, Fulham's second
0: goal. Well, going back to Thursday night against Villa, uh, when um, Stevie G was being interviewed, and uh, I know there was a John McGinn, Villa captain, was being interviewed, and they both said the same thing. Um, Stevie G launched rockets at halftime in the change room. You know, he, he got in amongst them. He was very, very upset. And that was fully my expectation at halftime, that Jesse Marsh would do exactly the same, So look, like, really? I mean, we're here, we've got 30, 35,000 here, and they're making us look rather silly. So I'm sure he would have, the cat would have been set amongst the pigeons, and he'd give them a good roasting. And I thought that was reflected in the first 10 minutes. They asked a few questions of us for sure. They seemed to have a little bit more pep. Send this sinister looked, to have recovered from his injury. And um, overall, their balance looked okay, um, I've got to ask some questions, though. Jack Harrison coming back into the lineup. Why has he been out of the lineup? Right. I mean, you know, you know, one of your best players. I mean, hello. They've not really recovered, I think, from the loss of of, of Calvin, um, Calvin Phillips in the center of that park because, yep. um, to me... Um,
1: How much of a loss do you think not having Tyler Adams was for Leeds in this match?
0: I think it was a loss, but I, I don't think it would have changed the result. Okay. I just don't... I don't think... I don't think they really look like they have a pivot in the centre of the park. And up front, whether, we've got there's, they've got Rodrigo, but but Patrick Bamford is so crucial to what they do, but he's been so riddled with injuries. And I felt yeah. bad for him because when he came on, there was one chance he had that was called offside. But he, he looked to me, he looked slow, and he's, he's, I'd say, half a dozen games off where he needs to be. And yep. Jesse Marsh doesn't have that time right now. So um, they don't, you know, Aronson, I thought, was an excellent pickup. And he's a clever little player. And he's only 22, the kid. Um, they had energy to start. But, yep. again, we knew we had to ride the energy, ride the energy, because the longer it went to 1-1, the more nervous the fans would come. Because if you checked social media since Thursday night, and this is something I hate, is when people say, okay, this is a must win. must It's must win. It's no, no. It, it's not just a must win. Bournemouth was a must win. Yeah, every game's a must win. Every, you every game. Every game's a must win. But this wasn't a must win for Leeds because what they really needed, they lost to Arsenal last week and played well. Yep. They were miserable on Thursday night. So what they needed was a little bit of stability. And they they needed a I, performance. They needed a performance. And I would have probably, before the game, as a Leeds supporter, I'd have taken a point going, okay, we've just, we've, you know, we've stabilized the ship a little bit. I know it's right. at home. It's a team we'd normally think we can beat Fulham, but against a team that's in for you take the point you run and then you use that confidence right but social media and the fans don't help because the players read this and so do the coaches it wasn't it just, a must win
1: no and listen the only thing i'm going to say and um, again nothing against leeds united but i listened and i was on social media and i saw all of this and the pressure mm. was just mounting on jesse marsh like you said the players see this they've had some Bad performances and I understand all that, but I just think that it makes a very tough situation even harder. Yes. I'm not I'm not blaming the lead supporters, they have a right to be upset, they absolutely have a right to be upset. But sometimes, you know, again, I don't think that they should get rid of Jesse Marsh, but they they probably will. And it wasn't this must win. I don't see it. I mean, we're, we're so early in the season. How is it a must win? But I think for them, they saw it that way. So then that gets probably transferred to the players, to the coaching staff, to Marsh himself, to the owner. Yep. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's a must win because our fans are saying it's a must win.
0: That's right. So, and it doesn't do anybody any favors. I'd, I wouldn't have got rid of Bielsa anyway because the one thing about Bielsa... Giannis,
1: I still i am puzzled yeah. by it. I've talked yeah. to fans of Leeds United, and they just say that it, it ran its course, but if, no. to the gentleman that everyone kept saying was a genius, how do you let a genius go? I, I can make my whole thing with here, with Bill Belichick. It's a similar thing. Like There are people here that want to get rid of Bill Belichick, Giannis. I know how you feel about Belichick in, in some ways, but six, why six, would you get rid of Bielsa? Why? Six Super
0: Bowls. Right. That's it. Right, That's but
1: it. why would you give Let him go. Why would you do that? And they did. And so are you going to give up on Jesse Marsh so soon? We'll see. Listen, this isn't a Leeds United show. I I wish them the best the rest of the season, but Fulham deserved this victory. We're going to focus more Mm -hmm. on Fulham. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll see what Leeds United do, but we'll, we'll focus on Fulham, my friend. Let's now talk about something interesting. And I've seen a lot of this in the comments section. Let's talk about Bern Leno. He made some very key saves, especially in the second half. One of them actually was on Patrick Banford, One was on Greenwood. Now, your thoughts on his performance and how key he was as someone already had a comment. When the match was level, he came up big.
0: Yeah. uh, The the thing about Leno that strikes me is how calm he is. And one of the reasons that um, Tottenham, I don't think, are going to be in the running to win a, a, a league is because of their keeping, not because of his performance, but because of his um, his body language. I mean, we talked right. about, about Thursday night, Stevie G sitting on the bench, right. looking sullen. Jesse Marsh did the same when we scored the second goal. Exactly. Then we make a mistake, Leno calms it down because, okay, it's done, it's taken care of, done. And it gives, I think it's huge in terms of giving confidence to the back. To the back four, actually, to everybody in the team, because there's no—he's not ruffled. Um, This is a guy who's extremely grateful to be playing for Fulham because he wasn't given the appropriate chance at Arsenal. Yep. And just sharing some comments
1: about Burn Lennon—they're all good.
0: Yes, he does. Yeah, he's he's been excellent, and I know the thing about Marek Rodak. I don't. I mean, Marek Rodak is still at some point going to play a role for us FA Cup, but I mean. (laughs) Behind closed doors with games, but I mean, (laughs) at the same time, you know, Leno provides an element of calmness that I think you know an international goalkeeper does does provide. You can't you can't underestimate that. And I thought he was excellent today, and uh, as per normal. And um, when they go home tonight, uh, and they look at the table and they see that we are seventh. Um. I mean, we can scarcely believe it. Um, the f- the fans will scarcely believe it. The players probably will believe it. And Marco and the coaching staff will go, yeah, okay, well, that's just the start. We ain't done anything yet. We've done nothing. We've got, who do we have next week? We've got Everton, Everton, you know, beat Palace, tough game, but they're not very good on away from home. Right. And we are going to be ready for those buggers. We're ready for those buggers. You know, um, we want to get, th- we don't want to point out, and we want three because we want to be in the top six. And that's, and that's that change. It's a it's a growth mindset. Yep, Russ. It's a growth mindset, and and it's um it, it's not fixed. And that's what I really like about Marco. He's not too high when things are great, not too low when things are not. he's um, being he able defen- to
1: stay calm, Giannis.
0: Yes, but leno has been absolutely. He's been he's been he's been super 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 he, super.
1: Is ice water in his veins, as we would say? He's kind of like an ice man, you know. Yeah. You know, and that to me especially at a goalkeeper, I think that's huge. And the fact that he can calm things down and doesn't let it get to him, that's amazing. So, I again, we talk about Fulham signings. This is a big one, Burn Leno. But let's move on. Let's talk about some other good stuff, Giannis. Let's talk about Fulham going ahead. And I basically jumped out of my seat when this went in the, in the back of that wonderful header. But the delivery again, Giannis, is fantastic. Now, the commentators I were watching they're like wow you know basically talking about how fulham basically created this it was real i wouldn't say it was against the run of play but they were just waiting for their moment and they took advantage of their moment and here it is Giannis. they take the lead and probably suck the life out of ellen road yeah
0: yeah actually before i get to that just the last comment that came in i was just going to uh okay. from Carl about rodak and i want to make sure that okay. the listeners are clear on this um, it's not a case of being more respectful, of Rodak. We we love Rodak, and you know his record with us is magnificent. But the fact is, if if he's fit if he's fit or could have been fit or it worked the way it would have done, Leno would play all 38 league games. That's what you do. You play your best keeper for all your games and then your, your second keeper backup in case anything goes wrong. You do think of FA Cup. Uh, whether It's not like when I was growing up where you put your strongest lineups for FA Cup, which is the way I wish it was. You, but, but you do do that. that it, it's the nature of the beast. I mean, you see all the top sides, even Europa League, Europa, a conference league where, you know, West Ham are putting out, you know, a lot of the, the bench players and what have you. I think he's an excellent backup, but he is the backup. Leno's our guy, and um, hey, knowing silver. He may, maybe he'll go to FA Cup. No, I want my strongest lineup. I want Leno in there anyway. I give Rodak a chance, but because he's our number one, be glad we've got a number one and a number eight. Right, yeah. So anyway, back to the to the BDR goal. Leeds United again will be pulling their hair out because again it's a sublime cross. And it's it's a Mitro run, and all he's done is he's guided it. No marking, atrocious defending, and we can jump up and down in the hills all we want. But being objective, that's a, that is relegation defending. It's it's. I mean, you cannot let Mitro scoring a goal coming across, you know, um, a stroke and ailing and, and nodding. I get it. Bobby Day could over-read? no, but he's made the run, and you know what? He is a player that even when he's not having the greatest games, he seems to contribute and he scores goals. Let's not forget. He was our to- wasn't he our top goal scorer two years ago? I think he was. Yes. So people tend to forget that. Lovely goal but Wow. Defending. I'm sorry.
1: The- I'm watching the um, Newcastle match. And- Please. Tottenham scored? No. Newcastle oh. just scored.
0: Oh, Hate them. <laughs> hate them. Hate them. Sorry, them and so them, I, them and their um their billions. No, I just no. It's ugh. come on, I have them. a
1: feeling that this is going to go to VAR, but they're uh again. I'm watching this while we're doing the show. Uh, uh, again, <laughs>
0: uh, all right.
1: Let's get back on. track. So anyway,
0: so then, yeah. and I still maintain that had uh, Chalab not been sent off, uh, we'd have beaten them. I I, I still think we're a the side than that. Even though Almiron, I'd love to have put in a Fulham shirt because he's brilliant. But anyway, it's a great nod by BDR, and um and that's it. That's the balloon popped. And the, and yep. there you can... The, uh, within a minute, you, I'm hearing that you're getting sacked in the morning. <laughs> you're getting sacked in the morning. which The Fulham fans, were, by the way, didn't stop singing the whole game. They were magnificent. No,
1: I heard but, them the entire match.
0: Fantastic. And you're thinking, okay, 2-1, can we defend a lead? Are we going to suffer the same fate as Leeds? No, um, we've, we're improving our defending from set pieces. And there's Jesse Marsh will have a cow um, with those two goals. It's just... Gruesome, unacceptable defending at this level against a team like Fulham, where we're not the most high powered off. It's not like City. Can you imagine what Haaland would do to them? Oh, oh, yeah. And by the way, Haaland, Haaland, oh, Jesus Christ, Haaland. <laughs> Look at him. yeah. He is what he is. And yep. we see him soon. But it was a magnificent goal and it put us 2 1. And at that point, I actually thought, well, okay, we got him.
1: Okay. All right, Giannis, and that's going to. We to talking about the third goal, which turned out to be the match winner. we'll talk about the second goal that Leeds United scored very late, but William gets the match winner, but this isn't really, in my opinion about William, this is about Harrison Reed. Yeah. And also the lead up to him. Fantastic stuff here, my friend to get the third goal, which ended up being the match winner.
0: Yeah. If, if, if Mitchell's playing on one leg, he's not really showing it because again, it's stemmed from him. He's, he's in the corner. And he's surrounded by defenders, and it's come off him and a defender and come to Harrison Reed, and there's been a draw away which has provided the gap for him to dribble. And I think then the defend their defenders are thinking, well, he's going to cross it low, and he's not. He's just done what any smart player would do: dribble up the line. And Williams had to stretch, um, but it's just, but it was a nice goal. It's his first goal for for Fulham, and thoroughly deserved too. Yeah. And Harrison Reed is, has shown in the last several games that he can score. He can create. He will tackle like a mule. Um, he will get the odd yellow card. Who cares? And that was a beautifully set-up go. And by that time, the League United supporters are all heading off to... Oh,
1: it was... Again, I yeah. thought it was... I should say, I, I'm a Fulham supporter. I shouldn't have said it's done at this point. But when you have the commentators, you know, the match is over. And I'm thinking, I shouldn't treat it that way. And, of course, we'll see why I should have treated it that way. But... They're up three to one, Giannis, and uh, I thought it was—I uh, thought it was earned at that point. I know we're talking about—is it, you know, did Fulham deserve the win? I think they deserved the win, and they did what Leeds United could not do, so they deserved the three to one lead, in my opinion. That's just my opinion; you can disagree with me on that.
0: Oh, no, I think—I think you're right.
1: I mean, if you look at it right, if you're looking at it from a Leeds United supporter view, did they do enough? They had their opportunities to score. They absolutely had their opportunities. They had several opportunities, but in the end, they only scored a goal. They only – oh, I'm sorry. They scored two goals. So There's a goal before you. They did. They scored a second goal, but they just didn't do enough, in my opinion, to win the match or even get a point. I thought Fulham deserved to win the match, but that's uh, that's me being me. So let's now talk about the second goal from Leeds United, which came Hello. very late. So what are your thoughts about this goal? Um.
0: And how worried
1: were you after no,
0: this? I wasn't worried. I okay. wasn't worried. I wasn't worried, but 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 interestingly enough, at the end of the game, you could see um, Leno and Reem having a little chat there. And I'm I would have given Leno man of the match, but for the okay. second goal. Because for me, um it sort of stemmed from nothing, but there's the balls coming through the box. I think Reem has the right for Leno to call and and, and get it. And he did, and he didn't appear as if he did. I'm gonna to have to look at the replay again. Yep. And it was a really sloppy goal. And Marco will look at that and go, "Come on!" I think, and I think Leno will get a stick for this. That's a one that's tough for Reem with his back. He's facing the keeper, and facing the ball. That has to be keeper's call. Um, fair, fair game to Somerville because he, he looked pretty lively when he came on. It was a stupid goal. And it was a needless goal. And it's something we need to tighten up. Because um the, the fields are gonna get heavier, the weather's gonna get colder, um, squads are gonna become thinner because of injuries. Right. And you need that experience. And that's where, you know, your best defender is always gonna be your goalkeeper and he's the man that sees the field. And for me, I I need to see if Lena called it and it looked as though Lena might have been at fault. So it was a bit of a dark goal but, but Fulham know how to see out a game. They've got enough experience. They've been through enough times. I didn't have any doubts that it was going to be um, that we were going to hold on, and we did.
1: And we did, Janice. And that's where I want to go after this. We could talk about the calamity of the second goal, and I'm sure many supporters will focus on that at some point. But in the end, I want to put the focus on how they uh, saw another match out. They did it again. They were professional in the end, and they saw it out. I'm talking about after they gave up the second goal. So when we're in stoppage time, late in stoppage time, I thought it was uh, going to be a full victory. I, I didn't feel that it was in doubt at that point, but uh, they've now been have this ability, and they've shown it a few times, honest to see matches out. This yep. is important when you have these tight matches like this.
0: Big time, you have to, and that's and that's classic game management. You've got to know how to do it, and I think we've done that. and think part of it, I think part of it is actually, um, I think part of that has to do with. Um, just experience and confidence of knowing what to do. I think it's, right. it's absolutely critical. Um, the, if you look at the, the, you know, when you can call on players like, you know, Mr. Kearney out there or Mr. Duffy, you got really experienced managers, uh, players out there. You look at and go, oh, you know, you've got 11 season professionals out there. We can see this game out. We can see this game out. And, and we were able to do so. And the substitutions I thought were timely today, Um, I thought that um, the players that came on came on a at the right time and B were good replacements to make. And I didn't have any doubts that we were going to win it. Um, It's uh, it is probably pound for pound, our best win of the season. Yeah, because it's the tough it is. I'm just thinking about the places that the toughest places to get a result. I I mean, mean, obviously obviously,
1: Manchester United Old Trafford
0: and said the Emirates for sure. Yeah. I'm not sure about United because they can their player their, their fans are a little bit fickle because when things they've not had a good last couple of years and things can go wrong. But Ellen I'm Road is about noisy. Traditionally, traditionally yeah, sure. right. Road is noisy. Back in the 70s when they were you know top and away the best team in the in the land, uh, Ellen Road was a hostile environment, and it's I don't think it's so much hostile now, but the, but it doesn't mean the fans aren't rabid. They really are when when things are going oh, yeah. well, they get behind their team. But Absolutely. When, but today you got the feeling that if we got back into the game they'd start getting a little bit sullen, and they certainly did. And um, and good for us. Absolutely. Okay. Great show, my friend. This has been a
1: fantastic show. We've got pretty much a full hour. We have to end with man of the match. Giannis, I'm going to get us started. I generally wait, but I'm going to go with Harrison Reed as man of the match. Again, I thought he played fantastic. And i just like to watch his development here as a midfielder who now can really attack and can really be part of everything Fulham do. Now I understand why Marco was trying to change the way he played. He's not a holding midfielder anymore. He's an attacking midfielder who can do his defensive duties, but he can now attack, which is great. He's my man of the match. If you're watching live, feel free to share who's your man of the match. Giannis, who's your man of the match?
0: I'm looking at these comments here. Um, Leno, Andres, Pereira, um, I'm – I'm going to give it to William because I think, I mean, I thought Harrison Reed was magnificent, but, but the, uh, the.
1: What's he... like, I might've lost Giannis for a second. He's again, I'm, yeah, I'm seeing me, 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 yeah. Oh, you're here. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Go ahead. Giannis. His, his, a little def- weird. his defensive, his defensive coverage, uh, William, is, is playing so well. And today, I just thought he bossed. He bossed. He he just bossed the game. He's, he's, I, I don't care how old he is. He obviously had a tough time at Arsenal, and he had a tough time in Brazil because basically... The- Wait till I tell you who just scored, Giannis.
1: Oh, I just lost Giannis. I guess he's having a bad connection. Almiron just scored to make it 2-0 for Newcastle United. So maybe that's what knocked Giannis off. So hopefully Giannis can rejoin me to end the show, but I'm just going to share some comments. I've got a lot of comments. Gary D, Harrison Reed, my man of the match, I'm going to bring Giannis back on. Oh, uh, what's Giannis, going on here? This, I have uh, no uh, idea, Giannis. You were knocked off again. I have no idea. I think it's the Liz the Liz Truss Gremlins. <laughs> well, I was just about to tell you you got knocked off when that Almiron just scored to make a 2-0 Newcastle nothing. United.
0: Almiron's a fantastic player. And to Amor, you honestly, wanted
1: him at form. I did. I did. It, you I, did.
0: Him. I did. Yes, I did. I think he's, he's, um, every time I watch him from Newcastle, he's so bloody hardworking. Yeah. He truly is. I think, um, no, to, I, 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 to me, it's William. William is just such quality. Okay. And we've become now, uh, he just seems to have got a new lease of life. But Harrison Reed gets props for me. I know BBC gave Metro. Man of the match, Harrison was superb. I thought Pereira was superb. I thought Reem was very so many good performances here. Yanis Leno was excellent, yeah, but it adds up to three points. I mean, it and it's um, let's rest a few bodies and get the toffees down. Um, let's get the toffees down next week and give them a good toffee.
1: Okay, I'm just sharing some more comments. There's some that say William, some that say Harrison Reed, like myself. I want to mention a player, Giannis. I already mentioned it during the show. We've not mentioned that much during the show, and this just tells you how good of a job he does that maybe we take him a little bit for granted. Jean Paulina, Jean Paulina. Yeah. Just go back and watch some of the key tackles he made, and uh, he has a knack for doing this, Giannis, and without him, I don't think Fulham win this match. I don't think they win many matches. He's that key to everything that they do, along with Mitro, along with everyone else, but I think he is so key to form, Giannis, and uh, he might have fallen under the radar here. But I noticed some key tackles here from Ja Um I
0: think that um, I mean he got his. Here's one jersey. for you, Giannis.
1: By by the way,
0: cut Floyd, I hate to cut Giannis off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, you know what, Gary, um, Floyd, yeah, I mentioned him, but now nah, it's nah, now Nat Chalaba. And talking about <laughs> Nat Chalaba. Oh, that's p- become the new Florida Eta. Yes, because had Pereira not been um had he not been suspended for that Newcastle game. That's
1: funny.
0: Chalaba wouldn't have played.
1: He's our new Florida IT. Giannis' new Florida Eta. I f- love
0: it. Shania and Shania, Luca, I gotta tell you. No, <laughs> Ch- Chalaba shouldn't be anywhere near Motzpah Park. After okay. because again, that's a game I think. I, yep. I think with Palina in there, yep. and you get off to a stable start, I think you think. You, oh you, i agree yeah Giannis. for sure I, yeah i agree for sure I, yeah i agree um, he's but...
1: again so key to what film do listen Giannis, this might surprise you we've gone over an hour i i was saying to you oh yeah we won't do much it just starts going and you and i just keep going and going it was a wonderful show Hello. thank you so much for doing this with me
0: thank you sir absolute marvelous and come and you want to bring on the toffees
1: okay all right well listen everyone who watched live thank you so much for joining us. And obviously we love everyone who watches live, everyone that listens and watches college talk. Thank you so much for helping this show grow. As I've mentioned, we are now part of the talk sport fan network. You'll be hearing much more about this from talk sport after the world cup. They're waiting for a big release of talking about the network. They're going to be promoting it, but you're going to see more and more about our Partnership is part of the Talksport fan network. Also, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube. You can watch us live with all these people that watch live. You get alerts and also listen to us on Apple Podcasts and please subscribe. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. For Yash I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the Talksport fan network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates around, you've got your McDucket share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi,
0: I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.